Hi, and welcome to our Heights Baptist podcast. My name's Lee. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and I just want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Whether you're listening on the audio app or you're watching here on our YouTube uh, page, our podcast is designed to help you take your next step of faith, whatever that may be. And so you can find here uh, discipleship videos. You can find our past services, sermons. We also have some kids ministry videos and youth videos uh, for your family as well. And today for our podcast, I have a very special guest with me. It's Dr. Tony Wolf with the SBTC, so the Southern Baptist Convention of Texas. And so thank you so much, Tony, for being here with us. Um, we're glad you're here, even if you're an LSU fan. Go Tigers. You know? Yeah. You're, you're not mean, like, even if, like because I am. Yeah, even if you're, yeah, you see how I slipped that <laughs> I in. See how that, yeah, but you're not like an Alabama fan. Oh, no, 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 no. I couldn't yeah. be on this podcast if I was. You just wouldn't be on the platform. Right. Just <laughs> yeah, <'cause, that's laughs> <how bad. laughs> We'd have you in the back, yeah. Yeah, just some Alabama fans rub me wrong. I don't know why, but you know, you're, you're know a good why. LSU fan. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So thank that. you for that. Thank and uh, tell us a little bit what you're doing with the SBTC now. Sure. I serve the Southern Baptist of Texas Convention. It's a network of 2,682 uh, Southern Baptist churches across the state of Texas that are pulling their resources and relationships together through what's called the cooperative program to reach Texas and impact the whole world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's my honor to serve them as their associate executive director, leading staff teams and organizing structure and strategy for the implementation of the vision. Awesome. And one of the things we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to hold this up for our our camera. You make a and, good Vanna White. You know, very good. Yes. So um, so my son, David, David is our audio producer and video producer today. Pretty uh, but you wrote a book a, a little while back going, uh, going social, right. um, taking Proverbs chapter 18 mm-hmm. and going really just verse by verse through it. And so folks can find this where? Where can they? Yeah. On Amazon. Amazon. Just type in going social wolf. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've read it. It's, I love the way you did it because you took it chapter by chapter. Mm-hmm. They're short chapters, so that was thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's designed for your attention yes, span. Yes, right? I, I have the attention span of a squirrel when I read, so you're good. I like that. Uh, but you leave room for kind of journaling, mm-hmm. uh, journaling out your thoughts. Tell us a little bit about the book and why you wrote that. When we think about having our faith, you know, not private, but, but going social like we're supposed yeah. to. Yeah, so I was actually just in my my daily quiet time, my personal devotion with the Lord. And for whatever reason, I, I went through Proverbs 18. And normally, you know, I read big chunks. And my wife and I do our devotions together in the morning. We read through the Bible every year. So we read large chunks. But a couple of years ago, I was just sitting down. And for I don't even know why. I just turned to Proverbs 18 and started reading, read the whole chapter. And then I thought, man, this is this is intense. And so I went back and just read the first verse and I just journal. I'm not even a journaler. Mm -hmm. I hate journaling. People love it, but I hate it. So I just took out a a fresh notebook and I just wrote down a couple of pages worth of notes. And then the next morning I went and read the whole proverb (laughs) and then I read verse two and I just journaled on verse two. And I did that all the way through uh, all the verses. And at the end of it, you know, I had this book and I thought, man, Proverbs 18 has a whole lot to say about relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not just about going social online, like mm-hmm. social media, but relationships in general. Yeah. And it's so, it's so neat to me, Lee, that you know, this book of wisdom that's written you know, 3,000 years ago is so 
re almost 3,000 years ago, so relevant today right. to communities online, in person, yeah. uh, among friends, at work. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, the wisdom of God that spans from generation to generation through context to context right. is timeless and relevant. Yeah. No, so. and it's good because I've worked through it devotionally too, mm. kind of the way you lay it out. Mm really helps, you know, as you can insert that in part of your, you know, quiet time, devotion time. Um, so I, I found it real impactful. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk with you a little bit, because we think about sometimes wrongly our faith being private, yeah. you know. Um, all right, this is my faith. Tony's got his faith. Steve's got his faith. And, and that's my faith. But we're very social people. God made us social. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we have marriages, we have friends, we have coworkers. Um, so whether we think our faith is private, it's not. No. It comes out in some way through all those social circles. So I, I, I love the way you address that throughout Proverbs 18. But I want to talk a little bit about online. You, okay. you mentioned that. Um, so let's really center in on that through this podcast because we're very social online, yes. whether it's Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, you know, Parler, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, what are some good things? We'll start with the good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are some good things about social media that are, are redeemable that, are, you know, can as Christians, we can leverage, we yeah. can come into those spaces and, and have a positive light and in the dark world of Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, obviously, I mean, gospel sharing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, our, we have this one core message as Christians. It's the good news uh, that, you know, Jesus Christ died for our sins and was buried and raised from the dead on the third day. And anybody who would repent from sin and believe in this Jesus uh, will be saved. And, um, you know, online platforms are a great space for us mm -hmm. to constantly repeatedly, compellingly, and now even in a digital way, relationally, mm -hmm. share the good news of the hope of Jesus Christ with the people who love us enough or pretend to love us enough to follow us right. on social media. So <laughs> they're following you because they actually want to see what you post and sure. hear what you have to say. Yeah. So, you know, you're, I mean, what, what else? I know there are, I have kids and, uh, you know, a wonderful family and I love to post pictures of my family and my right. kids. Uh, but I want everything about me to herald and shed light on the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is a great opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, so that's definitely redemptive. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, there's some great, just connection. Mm -hmm. You know, we can build online community. We talk mm -hmm. about that. Uh, I know Heights has been doing up to this point of the recording, has been doing some Zoom um, small groups and uh, using uh, online platforms to live stream worship services in such a way that uh, our digital space might become, for like a better terminology, the front steps or the front door of the church. Uh, you know, people, I think it was like three years ago, Lee, where the stats said 85% of people who step foot in your congregation will go to your website or your Facebook yep. page first. That was three years ago. Oh, yeah. Now it's, yeah. it has to be 100%. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the foyer used to be this really nice area out front where you get coffee. And thank God we still have that at Heights uh, because coffee is amazing. Yeah. But uh, really, your front door to your church is your, your digital presence, your yeah. digital space. So yeah. you can use social media to cultivate and continue an online community uh, and excitement about what God's doing at your church and mm -hmm. in your church members and small groups. Good. Uh, so that's a great redemptive thing. 
of course, you have marketplace ministry. Um, you know, where I mean, right now, Facebook Marketplace, like you're buying and selling things right. online, and it's very effective. Mm-hmm. So even in marketplace, uh, you can turn gospel conversations around on people who otherwise you you would not have engaged with. They yeah. sought you out because you're selling a table mm-hmm. from like 1937 for three and a half dollars. <laughs> they're going to drive yeah. 70 miles to pick up a three dollar table, and yeah. while they're there. You can share the hope of Jesus Christ with them. So yeah. marketplace ministry, all those, I'm sure there are more too. Right. Those are great things about social yeah. media. No, those are. And I think the the thing I think about as Christians um, that we talk about a little bit here at Heights is one of the easiest ways to invite somebody to a church is just click share. Oh, yeah. It's one click. It didn't cost anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can you can do that. Yeah. You know now you don't have to. Every post doesn't have to be about be, be about Jesus. Not all my posts are, mm-hmm. uh, but I do post a lot of Christian content because mm-hmm. I want people to know who I am and what I stand for and mm-hmm. and what I'm about. And you once know? you know the way the metrics work on social media, you can really capitalize on right. this. Yeah. Uh, for instance, like hashtagging the name of your city, right? Or or uh, you know you can tag at tag. Um, the city like uh, Alvin, Texas, yeah. or the Mansfield School District, or yeah. the Alvin School District. Um, and in your invitation, mm-hmm. hey, if you're in the hashtag Alvin, Texas area, yeah. then come see us on Sunday yeah. morning. So you can absolutely target right. uh, areas for yeah. your church's presence. Yeah, no, and it, it is, those are neat things. And mm-hmm. uh, to the front door comment, we had a guest come through recently, and they've actually joined, uh, but the, the couple said, hey, and this was their words. We stalked you guys on Facebook for several months before Boom. we came. Look at that. And she was like, we just loved all the things you guys do in the community. And, and she was like, we were watching you guys on Facebook and all y'all do. And they were like, hey, we've got a, this is a church we want to go check out. So it is, it is very much is our front door um, into those conversations. So those are some good things. Yeah. What's some not good things about social media? <laughs> Whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people are at least on one of those three platforms or multiple. But yeah, uh, what's some what's some not good things we need to be careful of as we go social? I think uh, one of the biggest things to be aware of is just the way that social media metrics work, um, mm. because it can really quickly become what you would call an echo chamber okay. where you're, you're never really around digitally anybody who uh, substantively substantially disagrees mm-hmm. with your point. So if you're always promoting a certain political party or political candidate, the way the metrics work are they're going to constantly put things on your feed that agree with what you're talking about. Right. Uh, and it's not just politics. I mean, it's even food or church mm-hmm. or anything at all, uh, social, moral issues. So it's really easy to get in an echo chamber. And then uh, it does something psychologically to you. I talk about this in the book where... Um, if every like, every retweet, every share, every comment does something psychologically to you, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a click uh, or a measure of affirmation. Yeah. So when I say something, I put myself out there and yeah. I make a claim yeah. uh, and I reveal something of my thoughts or my convictions and I start getting likes or shares or positive comments, then it justifies the way I think. Right. Now that's good if the way you're thinking is biblical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if not, a lot of times you're just putting out opinions and all you get is a bunch of affirmation 
and and you're not getting any critical disagreement. Uh, so, and a lot of people are, believe it or not, a lot of people, they don't want to disagree online. Right. There are a lot of people who do, but there are a lot of people <laughs> who don't. So especially when they like you. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just, it can, it can put yourself in an echo chamber in such a way that you create a, a false reality around your personal convictions. Yes. And then you start living your life like that. And, uh, yeah. and you fail to realize that there are people you love who disagree with you on peripheral issues. Right. Um, and yeah. then you don't even know how to disagree with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, it definitely can become an echo chamber that leads to a false sense of reality. Right. No, that's good. I think there's the, um, I should have looked this up before the podcast, but it just came. The Social Dilemma, I believe yeah. it is, called on Netflix. I didn't watch it. I heard it was incredible. It's incredible because a lot of what you just said is a lot of what they said there was um, it, it, the way the algorithms work is it's constantly feeding you the things that you're liking. So it is setting up or I'm only getting one voice, you know. Uh, yeah. But what they did was they they interviewed a lot of the people who were like big shots at Netflix or big shots at Facebook and Twitter. Some of these pioneer guys who've now left mm -hmm. and they're pulling back because things that they created, they're like, oh no. That's and bad and stuff, I yeah. remember and this was impactful. The guy who they interviewed, the guy who created the like button. Because yeah. remember, the like button wasn't always there. Right. And he said, well, our team created the like button. We were just thinking, oh, this will be kind of a fun thing. Like yeah. somebody puts up a picture and like. He was like, we never in our wildest dreams imagined the issues that like button would cause because of what it does in our hearts with pride, you know, what it does to our minds. He's like, never for the life of me did I think that would have just caused so many issues in people's lives. We were just thinking, oh, it's a fun way for yeah. me to tell Tony, LSU did a great job today, you know. You've never told me that. Uh, well, know. you know, I'm, I'm, anyway. an, I'm an NC State fan. Yeah. <laughs> I live sorry. in mediocrity as I'm a sports sorry. fan. But right. anyway, you know, and, and so I think th those are the darker sides yeah. of social media where there are, there are some good things. There's some good some good opportunities in that. Um, yeah, and there are, you know, there, there are more. Uh, mm -hmm. The echo chamber thing is real. And seriously, every, I think about Gen Z and Instagram or, or TikTok. Yeah. Let's just take Instagram. Sometimes it's not just who is liking or how many are liking. Right. But they'll open it up and see who is not liked yes. or how long it took them right. to like. Uh, and, and there's just a serious psychological issue yeah. forming, yeah. Uh, especially in younger generations who constantly seek affirmation, not just of what they do or what they like, right. but of their identity. They yeah. need an affirmation of their, uh, or their perceived identity, and they go to social media for that. Yeah. And man, it's just, it's damaging to the soul. Uh, so yes, yeah, social media can yeah. be good. It can also be damaging psychologically and spiritually. I'd say another thing to really be careful for mm -hmm. is um, in uh, just in communication in general, uh, researchers will tell you that only seven, single digit, seven percent of what you communicate actually consists of the words that you use. Okay. 
So, uh, you know, the other 93% is by, you know, hand gestures, mm -hmm. facial expressions, uh, the, the mood, the tone and inflection of your voice, right. your relationship with the other person, how that person feels and what he's yeah. thinking in the moment yeah. or she's thinking in the moment. So you're missing 97% of communication yeah. when you put something online. You're right. only getting 7%. Yeah. Um, and we try, you know, uh, digital wizards have tried all these things they can to, to make that better by like, uh, emojis and yeah. Uh, GIFs. Yeah. Or GIFs. 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 Yeah. GIFs. Either way. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, all these things, you know, to, to try to give some form of visual expression yeah. uh, to something that you just type out. But, I mean, nothing can replace human interaction. Right. There's, there's something about it. We're created for a community. Uh, and so, that, I mean, that's definitely a thing. Everything you put, you're yeah. only getting 7%. Yeah. across of what you intend to get across. So let, let's try to help our folks out a little bit here that are watching and listening. We talked about the good things that we can do, you know, sharing some sharing some Jesus on Facebook or, Amen. you know, sharing our what our church is doing and using that as a tool to invite folks to. But now let's say I've, I've fallen into the trap of I'm tracking my likes. Mm. You know, I'm looking at those hearts on Instagram or I'm I'm stressing over who didn't like it or why it took them four hours instead of yeah. five minutes. If I feel like my heart and mind's going there, what do I do? Yeah. What, what, how, do I, how do I work out of that? What, what do you think? Maybe two practical steps okay. for this. Uh, and I tell teenagers this all the time, these two things. Uh, if you're going, constantly going to social media, any platform for affirmation, mm. for self-worth, mm -hmm. two things to do immediately. Number one, develop, cultivate healthy rhythms of grace in your life. Okay. Like every morning, read the Bible, pray, have a regular worship attendance, presence at worship services, accountability partner, uh, those kinds of regular rhythms. Because what that's doing is it's cultivating a desire in your heart for God. And especially when you're pouring the Bible into your life, you're reforming the way you think, Romans 12, 1 and 2, yeah. not being conformed to the pattern of the world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. So uh, you're going to social media so that you can see what all these people say about you. When really what we need to be doing is going to the Word mm -hmm. of God and listening to the voice of the shepherd who actually says things that are true yeah. about you. So Good. letting God tell you who you are. That's number one, cultivate healthy rhythms of grace in your life, spending time with God and hearing what God says about who you are. And the second thing is one of those rhythms of grace and it's called fasting. Mm -hmm. I would fast, fast from social media, whatever it is. And for you, it may be social media. Um, we call this in the counseling world, we'll call this self-medication, mm -hmm. right? You, you self-medicate whenever you're uh, depressed about something or frustrated or anxious about something, but also whenever you're on a high, on a, I mean, you're, you're really excited about something, something went really well. What's that thing you're going to, to yeah. medicate, to numb the pain mm -hmm. or to help you rejoice? For some, it's some form of substance abuse. For some, it's an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. For some, it's things they're looking at on their phone. Yeah. And sometimes that equals social media. And I'm saying whatever that thing is, that's become an unhealthy form of self-medication. For you, it may be Instagram or right. Facebook or Twitter. Fast from it. Yeah. Put, you know, take a month, get off of it completely, and replace that urge with going to the Word of God. If you're struggling with where to start in the Word of God, I suggest Psalm 119. Mm -hmm. Just start reading Psalm 119 because it's all about the value of God's Word 
and uh, how it gives you life and reforms the soul. Right. So those two things, cultivate healthy rhythms. The second thing is actually one of those healthy rhythms and it is fasting. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're self-medicating with, let go of it for a season. That's good. Fast from it. That's good. Yeah, and I would encourage the, a lot of the same points. And now I, on your cultivating rhythms of grace, mm -hmm. which is good, you know, reading your Bible, Psalm 119 is a good spot to yeah. start, praying. Um, but I, I often think about it this way too. I need to stop listening to myself and I need to preach to myself. You know, and I think that was Martin Lloyd-Jones who yeah. once said that. That's good. Or Martin Lloyd-Jones said it from somebody else. I don't yeah. know, but you know, I've heard it through the years. Preach the gospel years. to others, preach it yeah. to yourself. Preach yeah. it to yourself. And so what, what social media and kind of tracking those likes, looking at those heart buttons, it can mess in my head to start thinking my identity is formed on the screen Whereas what you're, you're saying is dead on, man, we've got to get back in the word and I've got to remind myself, no, this is who I am in Christ. There's a whole counseling yeah. uh, methodology in this. It's called, it's actually called misbelief therapy. Okay. Uh, Bacchus and Shapion wrote a book a number of years ago called, called, uh, tell yourself the truth. Yeah. It's a short book, easy read, but it's basically re uh, replacing those unhealthy, untrue things that you tell yourself, tell yourself. Yeah. with what's true from the Word of yeah. God. It's, yeah. it's a whole so therapeutic that's, methodology. That's good. So that, and then you use the term fasting. Mm -hmm. for, so for maybe some people who don't know what fasting is, I'm going to rephrase it this way, limit your access. There you go. Just limit your access, mm -hmm. whether you say no, no for a week or a month, or mm -hmm. I'm going to check one a day, you know, whatever, however you need to back off, yeah. you know, limit that. Maybe there's apps now that can block for certain periods of time or, you know, there's a ways on your iPhone, at least iPhone. I know there's, there's, you know, things you can say to where the app yeah. just turns off. Yeah. And, and Apple you know, does not like support or subsidize this podcast, right? No, but no, if they we, wanted to, we are not sponsored by Apple. Right, if they wanted to, <laughs> we could plug. <laughs> no, we're not. I don't know if I would, t I don't know. That's a whole nother yeah, podcast yeah, of whether podcast we would want Apple to, <laughs> to sponsor us or not. Okay. Well, good. No, I appreciate you, you sharing that with us. I really do. Those, those good insights. And I encourage you go grab uh, going social by Dr. Tony Wolf. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, you might have a friend who has a birthday coming up. Christmas is on its way. I mean, great stocking stuffers, right? Great Christmas yeah, presents, birthday you, presents, wedding yeah, anniversary okay. gifts. Yes. I mean, whatever. Because good. you do talk about marriage in here. I do talk about marriage. You talk about marriage. You talk, you got, Proverbs 18. Yeah, I mean, you've got all kinds of relationships mm -hmm. you deal with in this book. And so we've talked a lot about social media this time. But again, in the book, Tony's talking about different relationships uh, that you might have. So I encourage you to get that. Uh, join us next time because our next podcast, we're going to continue this discussion of online and talk about what happens when we disagree with someone online. Mm -hmm. Like that ever happens, no, right? No, never. never. <laughs> <laughs> like what happens if somebody shoots us and leaves an angry comment oh, or, or yeah. you know, I see somebody post something I don't agree with. And so mm -hmm. we invite you back to that because we do think that's an important discussion to have especially as believers in Jesus Christ, how we have a good testimony uh, in those, those spaces when we disagree with somebody. If you're in our area, we'd love to invite you to our worship services on Sunday morning. Uh, we have two in-person worship services at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. We also have those live streamed on our Facebook page and here on our YouTube page on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. So if you can't join us in person, we'd love to have you uh, online. Again, uh, we thank you so much for watching. Subscribe to our YouTube page. 
like our Facebook page, find us on your favorite podcast app and hit that subscribe button and that'll keep you current on all our digital content that's designed to help you take that next step of faith, whatever that may be. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and God bless.